Listening Dog Media. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Offside Rule We Get It is brought to you by Continental Tyres. Hello and a very warm welcome to the Offside Rule We Get It, supported by Continental Tyres, getting you to the game safely. Season 4, episode 17. We're trucking through these episodes weekly. Every Thursday you'll find us on Audio Boom on iTunes. Uh, you can also check out our latest video footage on YouTube. Uh, we're on Twitter. Give us a follow at Offside Rule Pod and head over to the website where you'll see at least four new pieces of original writing every day offsidewallpodcast.com now I am back it's Lindsay a little bit croaky because I went away yes. with with a bad cold and I've you've just steamrolled into this by the way <laughs> I've not I've not even said hello I'm Kate <laughs> instead she rocks up from a, from a week in Miami and barn rolls into our podcast Mina how are you <laughs> oh it's what <laughs> I'm glad somebody asked <laughs> So, Lindsay, yes, go on, carry on, carry on, back to you. Well, no, I just wanted to say, because I was away, I missed out on all the glory of saying we're Football blogger, Blogging Awards winners. Yes. And best podcast, best judges vote of the podcast uh, at the Football Blogging Awards up in uh, Manchester. We know that you were in London at the OptiQuiz and you did very well considering the heat of the competition and the fact that you needed to be about 50 to get most of the questions. Uh, what's coming up on the podcast? What's up? Yes, that's right. What? WhatsApp. WhatsApp's become massively popular, isn't it, amongst everyone. Of course, footballers using it as a good way to keep in touch with each other. And uh, I'm going to ask you to to create some imaginary WhatsApp groups. There must be a prerequisite for each group, but I want to know what your group's called and who's in it. By the way, I oh, love God. I was waiting for it. I land. I didn't even land. And I was thinking, who's going to be the first person to WhatsApp me? Um, and I, I knew Kate was giving me a wide berth. You were like, weren't you? you? You said, oh, go away, enjoy yourself, take the week, relax. I thought, and I was like, 10, 9, 8, <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. And there's the WhatsApp message. Was it? Yeah, it was you. Of course it was. Was it about something really boring? It was about this. Oh. Um, we're also today going to be talking pops and strops. That's right. Diego Costa looked less than impressed, didn't he, when he hurled his bib. Some say it was the flight of the wind that threw it in Mourinho's direction. <laughs> I say not. Uh, but look, Mourinho's played down the whole incident. But I want to know some of the best examples of players and managers that have fallen out publicly in the last 10 years or so. And um, how did they fail to hide it? How did it not escape football fans and the press. Hi, I'm Jeff Stelling and you're listening to The Offside Rule. Three women talking about football. I'm used to listening to four old women talking about football on Saturday afternoons, so I definitely prefer this. But first, let's talk Premier League. And is it that bad? Rio Ferdinand's had a bit of a bash at the quality of football at the moment in the Premier League. Is United... (laughs) Mina... You're just snorting. What's the Syria fan got to say now? <laughs> How does it feel to have your league being questioned? How does it feel that in just two years' time we're going to take back that fourth spot and we're going to have it and you're going to be down to three? Ha ha. But is it that bad, really, Lindsay? Oh, uh, Leicester City is there. <laughs> what does uh, that tell you? A Leicester City overperforming, a Manchester United underperforming. What's going on? I want end of term reports, please. Two or three lines each. Remember your report sheet. 
sheets when you were young. It was always a report card, wasn't it? Or a I little... bet you remember yours. Oh, so do, yeah. It's <laughs> loads of gold stars over mine. Um, I can imagine. Always has a hand up at the start of class. No, no, I was... I was I, can I just clarify? Me, 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 me. No, I, I was never a hands-up person. I was more of a hands-on person. If something needed oh. to be done in the class, if someone needed the homework done, I was on it. But I was not a hands-up person. Okay, you tell me the truth, Kate Borsay. Where was your desk in your class? Was it near the front of the class by any chance? It was in the back third. Okay, I, think I, think we've, I, think we've I think we've determined who the bully was. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh, no, no, harsh no, no. from Mina there. No, I, I always used to make a point of sitting two rows from the back. Why? Why is that funny, Mina? What about? <laughs> what about you? Really, it's like this. When when you're in secondary school in the middle of a farming community, it's very important. Ranks very important. And you take your wellies. Yes, it's, it's very important to take your wellies. We did have sheep at my school. So I'd like report cards, please. What's gone wrong? What's good? How can the teams improve? Okay, so I'm going to do rotating teams in this one. Lindsay, uh, you're going to go Arsenal. Okay, well, this teacher um, hasn't had much time on her hands. She, she, might, she might have been on a like flight her. from Miami. She's been down the pub like most of my teachers with beer stains on my books. She also forgot a red pen, but oh. she did manage to scribble something on the tube on the way into London. <laughs> um, about Arsenal, bar a few injury blemishes and an opening day defeat to West Ham, this team have been one of the front runners this season. The second half will be an ultimate test of mental strength, something that the team have faltered with in the past. But is it time? for them to finally shine. Oh, good, I like it. Mina, let's go to you and Manchester United. Manchester United, no longer the exciting side they once were under Sir Alex Ferguson. If I was to speak to them, I would say to them that while defensively you have proved strong, clean sheets... <laughs> rather, look at all the sheeps is really starting to ruin me. <laughs> clean sheets helping them rise up the table. You lack the ability to produce decisive runs and decisive patterns of play. It is a team that lacks courage and the rigidity of tactics is robbing players of their instinctive ability. Perhaps that ability was the reason they were brought in in the first place. Van Hal needs to give continuity to his top players, which means Mata, their top assist man and scorer, should be playing every game, while others such as Martial should keep the position that they excelled in at least until chemistry and fluidity returns but what can you say about a team in second place mm-hmm. i'm gonna go manchester city top of the table as we record this you've had your blips no one mentioned mr klopp uh, but you're back on top and looking exciting for the first time in a while although sergio isn't injury free david silver is back and boy you've missed him kevin de bruyne is top of the class this term and finally delivering this time last year you had a fantastic run that placed you joint top on new year's day your challenge is to study as hard this December. Lindsay, let's go Liverpool. By the way, I knew you'd be the first to set homework for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Liverpool, bedding in well. Team camaraderie is gathering momentum each game, but the true test could be when new faces appear at the club in January and how quickly they can adapt to Premier League life. Another one on the hop. Good, good indeed. Uh, Mina, I'm going to ask you to go Chelsea, please. The beauty of a winning side is the balance. Right now, Chelsea are lacking both defensively and defensively. Once known as masters of... uh of physical intensity, Mourinho's men are playing with a certain nonchalance. But in recent games, and especially against Tottenham, we've seen a few examples that give us hope. Physically stronger and sharper, they've now kept three clean sheets. However, this is a side that needs a centre-forward and Diego Costa just will not do on the bench. 
Mourinho's teams also never were able to cope without a centre-forward and they need big players to reclaim their confidence and desire. Until they find the right attacking fluidity, learning how to create and finish, then they must at least maintain defensive solidity. We're doing end-of-term reports for some Premier League clubs after Rio Ferdinand criticised the quality of the play in the Premier League. Are they all that? How can they improve? What's good? What's not? I'm going to go Tottenham. What can I say, Poch, says my report. Uh, I think those players have finally cottoned on. Your fast-paced pressing game has been a breath of fresh air and Harry Kane has once again offered a bolt of excitement to every despairing England fan. Keep the boy close, Poch. With that, Ali and Dyer, you'll be propping up Hodgson's squad before you know it. Don't wear them out, though, please, Poch. Remember, it's a long season and they're English. Lindsay, let's go to you and Lester. Surpassing expectations, early indications show these pupils could ace it this year, but they need to keep their heads down, working hard in order to get the surprise results that everyone is hoping for. Their classmates are really rooting for them. Oh, how lovely. Very generous indeed. <laughs> Southampton, please, Mina. The beauty of Southampton lies in their attacking trio. Graziano Pelle, Dusan Tadic and Sadio Mane. Mane's blistering pace and wonderful balance makes him a rather perfect teammate to have alongside Pele's aerial ability. Meanwhile, Victor Wanyama and Jordi Classy have done a good job in offering the fullbacks, uh, rather offering the backline security so that the fullbacks can provide the width. The problem is that Southampton still struggle to perform after international week, with few providing the intensity required, and that has held them back. They are such, they are a side that requires so much intensity to do well because of their high pressing game. So if they do maintain intensity and not lose players, then uh, perhaps to yellow cards and injuries, then they can make a real push forward, and we're rooting for them. Okay, I finally am going to go Everton. You're not quite getting the achievement to match your effort. At the start of term, you said you really wanted a trophy this season. So does that mean you need to rely on the League Cup? Ross Barkley is excelling like a talented toddler that needs to roam. Keep him that way. Your belief in your youngsters is admirable. What you need to improve on, though, is giving away a two-goal difference. More work needed here. Hmm. Okay. well, that's the end of our end of term reports. We'll see how they get on after Christmas, shall we, girls? I'm Gary Neville and you're listening to the Offside Rule. Okay, it's time to look at some of football's best pops and strops. This on the back of Diego Costa seemingly having a little bit of a strop with a bib. It's a bit, it's a bad implement to have a strop with, isn't it, a bib? I mean, I suppose it's harmless, but, you know, why not take a leaf out of Sir Alex Ferguson's book and use a football boot or something? Um, the Chelsea manager has played down the new bib gate, um, but uh, plenty of managers and players have fallen out over the years, haven't they? So I want to know um, some of the best fallouts, please, guys. Who's fallen out and how have they fallen failed to keep it out of the public eye. Lindsay, I'm going to go to you. The one that I've gone for is one that I covered, actually, and I have to say it wasn't exactly kept out of the public eye. I think the manager in question (laughs) made a point of putting it in the public eye because he was quite um, revealing in a a press conference. And I'm talking about Harry Redknapp and Adil Tarant. Mm. Um, (laughs) I I quite like this uh, as having a pop, you know, saying that he was three stone overweight, which obviously was a huge exaggeration, a huge, huge exaggeration. Um, But I think if you're going to anger anyone, I think we can vouch for this, girls, just say someone's fat and you 
you already you've got our backs up, haven't you? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, that is what happened. So it was in a press conference. Um, Harry Redknapp, QPR boss at the time, said that Adult Wrapped was three stone overweight. Um, then that sparked quite a war between them. Um, Adult Wrapped claimed that Redknapp never took any training sessions himself. That then resulted in Redknapp declaring that Wrapped was the worst professional he'd ever worked with or come across. Um, QPR was struggling as well down at the bottom of the Premier League last season. So it could have been a, a reason for, for Redknapp trying to get some motivation out of his players. Mm. That might have been the tactic for it. There is more than a grain of truth to a few of those things, isn't there, without being too specific? Well, that would be the second theory is, was it just Redknapp had had enough? He knew his time at the club was coming to an end and he just thought, you know, I'm not going to protect certain players anymore. I'm just going to, I'm going to let them shoot themselves in the foot. <laughs> If they can be bothered to get the gun. <laughs> if they finished eating the pie first. <laughs> uh, Mina, who have you got? Now cast your mind back to May 2012. And uh, back then, Fiorentina weren't playing the dazzling football that they were, but they had a nice coach, one that was really made famous at the time with Palermo. It was uh, Delio Rossi. And it was a certain match in which Fiorentina were playing Novara. It was a 2-2 draw. And on the 32nd minute, Delio Rossi decided to uh, physically attack midfielder Adam Lajic. Now what happened is basically he'd gone in to substitute on the 32nd minute only uh, Lajic who was... Uh, I say? I'm, not, I'm not laughing. You were chuckling away at this. Someone's attacked someone. So, oh, sorry. Says sorry. the bully. <laughs> sorry, that, was really, that was a really inappropriate laugh but you just know where this is going, right? And also, this is Italian football. Oh, I'd be indeed. disappointed if there wasn't a bust up. Indeed, with a, with a Serbian twist this is. Uh, so, 32nd minute, Lajic was not happy in having to be substituted off and uh, when he came off he started to basically clap sarcastically Ooh. something perhaps he's... Uh, been inspired by Mourinho. Um, either way, he applauded him sarcastically and said, well done, maestro. Really, you are a phenomenon. Now, Delio Rossi took issue with that. And afterwards, he started speaking to La Repubblica, a newspaper in Italy, in which he said that he took such issue and replied, you shouldn't dare to behave like that. The player, according to the coach, then offended him in Serbian, saying something along the signs of, he told me to go back in your mother's da-da-da. <laughs> oh. That is when, apparently, Delio Rossi lost it and physically attacked the player. Needless to say, not as if, you know, Lajic never knowing when to stop. He also had an altercation with Sinisa Mihailovic, the, the national team coach at the time he decided to continue goading him and provoking him further by saying go on hit me harder oh, you know <laughs> yeah exactly. almost sounds a little bit it's like a sadomasochist <laughs> telling him to hit him harder as they're going to kick you out anyway <laughs> needless to say what the hell <laughs> yeah you have might as well go. have a real girl you're not going to be here Drink for long yourself, <laughs> knock yourself out Fiorentina subsequently had to fire the coach um, oh, because yeah. such behaviour was never to be tolerated and he did go on to have to apologise to Lajic and tell him that he was sorry for his actions. Needless to say, um, they've gone on to better better things, but poor Taylor Rossi will always be remembered for that physical punch and uh, Lajic is now doing rather well with Inter. Well, goodness me, how can anyone want or need to top that story? But I'm, well, I'm going to try in a very English way because we, we, don't, we don't do the big, full-on, passionate brawls here, do we? But I love the way that sometimes what we do 
do, even if it's a bit kind of under the radar, is blown out of all proportion, or it just comes across in a bit of a rubbish, weird way. A bit like, do you remember Nigel Pearson's jokey neck strangle on James MacArthur? And everyone was like, hang on a minute, mate, the player's on the floor. You've got your hands around his neck. And Pearson's like, yeah, we were just having a laugh. Mm, I don't think so. Um, whenever we need inspiration for this sort of topic, we've got to turn to the likes of Balotelli and Ibrahimovic, of course, who revealed in his autobiography the full extent of his falling out with Pep Guardiola during their time together at Barcelona. Uh, fair to say that they didn't see uh, eye to eye. He talks actually in his autobiography a lot about uh, Guardiola, but basically said uh, that he had no balls and labelled him a coward. Pretty strong stuff, isn't it? I mean, that's that that's but that's real man bashing, isn't it? That's that's man to man bashing. That you know, just basically say that someone's got no. Mm. Mm. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that that's really right. You're, I mean, you're Mick McCarthy, Lindsay. Let's not forget the very famous fallout with Roy Keane, who also had a bit of a pop at Jack Charlton when he was in charge of the Island team about some Harry Ramsden's chips, as yeah. I remember. Well, Roy Keane, didn't, he said to Mick McCarthy that he didn't rate him as a player and he doesn't rate him as a manager. He used the W swear word yeah, he several times. Um, uh, another... <laughs> Mina's, Mina's asking what the W swear word is. We'll tell you later. This is... Uh, right, this is a banker. It's <laughs> a, oh, right, a, okay. a family-friendly <laughs> podcast, this one. Um, I'm sure a lot, of, a lot of you will remember this, but I was reminded of it when I was thinking about spats um, not exactly a manager and his own player um, but assistant manager Joe Jordan when he had that scuffle with Gennaro Gattuso um, which came out of nowhere didn't it? I think that that was the great thing about that moment that you've got this tough Scotsman going at it with Gennaro Gattuso I just think it was, it was just the, the most random encounter I think that you, you kind of have to read Andrea Pilo's autobiography because in it you sort of develop this real affection for Gattuso who used to sleep with a little hat like a nightcap. What? I know, and like <laughs> leopard print leopard print boxes. <laughs> and it just makes you think. He was just saying that how much they would like laugh at him because he wasn't the most intelligent kind of man, but he was just like a little bear with like an angry laugh. <laughs> sort of like a Italian footballer version of Wee Willy Winky with his little nightcap and his perhaps a little candle to like the way when he wants to go to the pee during the night. <laughs> but uh, woe beside you if you wanted to even yeah. do anything to AC Milan. Course, yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll take it back, Gennaro. Follow us on Twitter at Offside Rule Pod and like our page on Facebook. Simply type in the Offside Rule We Get It. There's only one of us. All right, well, from falling out to WhatsApp. Yes, what's up with WhatsApp? Well, there's nothing really up with it, but a lot of people are using it. So I want us to use our imaginations here and think about um, footballing groups. You can use anything to tie the players or managers or otherwise together. I want to know what the group's called and who's in it. Let's go to you, Lindsay. What on earth has your madly creative, sometimes slightly off-the-piste brain come up with? Well, I have to say, when it's the offside rule and we're doing things for offside productions, which we've got on the side as well, I always set up a WhatsApp group, don't I? And I give it a good title. <laughs> and I usually put the picture in there as well. So, you, don't I? You're feeling, feeling very pleased with yourself all of a sudden. Well... <laughs> <laughs> It's just to build up to the fact that... Um, I haven't got a score sheet here, you know. <laughs> she wants the report card. <laughs> Look, I told you I'd lost my red pen and I want one back. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
can I just can I just dispute this? Mina, you can have a look at my phone and the WhatsApp group, several of which Lindsay and I are in. Uh, oh, pod records, hashtag two. That's a snappy title, isn't it? <laughs> you oh, set yes. that one up. <laughs> okay. Uh, what other snappy ones have we got here from Lindsay? Social media group. Yeah, that, that one's really appendages info. Oh, goodness me. Pod edits. Oh, Mina and Hayley. That one's mine. Um, editorial. Is that where you talk without me in it? Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. Hayley, Mina and I have got a whole nother friendship going on without without you. And can I say we're Don't pretty... Don't anger the bully. We are pretty tight, aren't we, Mina? Pretty, pretty. And, 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 that, and that night out last week when uh, Lindsay was in my we had such a good time (laughs) so Lindsay I think I've proved that your whatsapp groups are anything but inventively named please god tell me you can do better well my point being that the title (laughs) no point (laughs) the title needs to be snappy doesn't it in order to get the players to sign up to it so this one is called let's annoy Diego Costa And I thought many people would sign up to this. And it started, the originator of this WhatsApp group is Vincent Company, And he, he's had Diego Costa in his pocket a few times in the Premier League. And I can imagine him and Jan Vertonghen sharing a few stories. And then you introduce someone like Lauren Koscielny because Arsenal want to get the better of Chelsea this season as well. But then what happened is that Chelsea became really, really bad. <laughs> and so some other people joined the group, like Wes Morgan at Leicester City. He thought, I'm going to get in on this WhatsApp group. Winston Reid at West Ham. He thought, I'm going to get in on this WhatsApp group. <laughs> Let's annoy Diego Costa. I, I think this is a WhatsApp group that many people would love to be in. I like it. Mina. Um, actually, this was one that I was going to go for before when we were talking about spats, but I'm thinking this might be better for here. It's, uh, it's Van Hal hurt me more than anyone else in football group. Loads <laughs> 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 of people. Yeah, actually, that is Lu- this, is, this is a genuine quote from Lucio, the Bayern Munich defender in 2009 when he was sold off uh, to Inter. And that's the first thing he said when they were, how do you feel about being sold? Went to Inter. 2010, he won the treble. I think he's very satisfied with decision. Luca Toni famously was left scarred by the coach. He said uh, along the lines, (laughs) the coach wanted to make clear to us that he can drop any player um, and he wanted to do this because, like he said, he had the balls. He demonstrated this literally by dropping his trousers. (laughs) I have never experienced anything like it. It was totally crazy. Luckily, I didn't see a lot because I wasn't in the first row, (laughs) right? So this is another one that's been left very traumatised. We can always add in a good old Rivaldo in this equation who went yeah. from being the Ballon d'Or winner to, to then saying when he was dropped and eventually sold, he said, well, he was just jealous because I won the World Cup he couldn't even qualify for. so many people in this WhatsApp, Ronald Koeman. I mean, uh, I mean you can literally list a lot With of Van Hal, you're, you're yeah. talking about like half of yeah. the Bayern Munich players yeah. 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 that were sold, half of Barcelona. of Barcelona. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, even Clarence Seedorf, Dutch players. Mourinho. Can you add him in there as well? I think so. I think so. Yes, exactly. And now it's just amazing to see how we can definitely add Victor Valdez after what his wife just died. Wasn't even invited to UNICEF. Well, I've got a few here. Uh, how about the unstrikers? Carlton Cole, Fernando Torres, Andy Carroll having a wonderful time in their little group. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure we can add a lot more to that one as well. Uh, Cup of Tea is my next one um, for those uh, managers hoping to revive their careers abroad. David Moyes, Steve McLaren, Tony Adams, who went off randomly to Azerbaijan, but plenty in that group. Um, how's about uh, It's Fine, the It's Fine group? This is uh, to all those lovely footballers who think they can get away with just picking up a parking fine. 
by parking anywhere, basically, <laughs> including disabled spaces. John Terry at Mario Balotelli. Didn't he rack up something like £100,000 worth of parking fines, Mario Balotelli? There was some horrendous figure. Memphis Depay, who's got such respect for our road traffic laws, ladies. Let me tell you, you don't just pick a parking ticket off your windscreen and throw it on the floor, do you? What do you do if you're Depay? Anyway, he's in the It's Fine group. This next group of mine is growing all the time. There's new beeps coming along on different players' phones because another member's joined. It's England New Boys. Oh. England New Boys. We've got Jamie Vardy in there, Danny yeah. Ings, Deli Alley, Eric Dyer. Um, we could even call it, maybe call it One Cappers. Yeah, I like it. Very good. Well, uh, you can always get your suggestions in as to uh, what WhatsApp groups you'd like uh, footballers to be in. Be inventive as well. You can get in touch with us at Offside Rule Pod uh, website as well. OffsideRulePodcast.com. Lindsay, you're grasping for the microphone. No, by the way, Mina, there'll, there'll be a new invite for a WhatsApp group, me and you. <laughs> no chance. She knows where her loyalties lie. <laughs> no, Next Friday night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't we're think already, so. We're already I don't think so. Sorry, Kate, I really like my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, uh, moving on. Um, you can uh, listen to us on uh, iTunes and via Audio Boom on a weekly basis every single Thursday as we count down to Crimbo. How lovely that Christmas is coming up. <laughs> We must go for now. Thank you very much, ladies. Uh, Lindsay, fresh from the plane. Oh, good to, good to have you back, was it? It's a brilliant, it was brilliant to have you back. I've enjoyed having someone to pick on for once. Oh. Uh, Mina, good to see you again, and uh, we'll all be back next week. Yes! Oh, yes! The Offside Rule We Get It is brought to you by Continental Tyres. Sports Social Podcast Network.